0: Log Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: And uh, it's going to be a really good show. So uh, if you would, please share the video, um, share the um, links for the um, podcast, and we are going to get cranked up here. we got a big, a lot, a lot of stuff going on, so um, bear with us here. Um, we got lots of racing happening all across the South, and um, the big All-American 60s this weekend. we got the Haas. Uh, series running at baton rouge raceway as well for friday night uh it's going to be a really good weekend of racing this weekend and if you are not there you are missing out um we have a lot of stuff going on in the south here as far as racing and we're going to try to cover all of them tonight um i'm going to be running like a chicken with my head off tonight but we're going to be getting everything that we need to get out out there um it looks like uh, Baton Rouge will be running, you know, we got, we got a hurricane warning down there for the hurricane area super sprints in action at Baton Rouge Raceway this coming Friday night, tomorrow night at this time. Um, it's going to be an awesome, awesome uh, night of dirt track racing. Uh, my computer is just not acting right tonight. I should have reset it. Uh, it is going in ultra slow motion. So, um, so October the eighth, which is tomorrow, the hurricane area super sprints, plus all the local classes. And so we're going to be running super late models and, and all kinds of stuff going on over there. It's going to be a good time. Uh, don't forget, the 360 Sprints will be in the house. Gates open at six. Races start at eight. Don't be late. Seventeen. 700 Plank Road, Baker, Louisiana, 70791. Baton Rouge Raceway, the fastest family fun in town, and that is where we're going to be rocking and a rolling there um, for the um, Friday night show there. And then Saturday night, we're going to head on up to Jackson Motor Speedway, um, and we'll be we'll be covering the All American 60 there. Uh, it's going to be a good weekend of racing, and I will be in the capital of Louisiana as well as the capital in Mississippi in two nights in a row. So it's going to be pretty awesome. Um, I cannot wait. There's a lot of people out there ready to see some action this weekend, and we are going to rock and roll. Uh, we got a great show lined up for you this afternoon. Um, lots of drivers on tonight. We're going to be talking about their past um, year, how it's going, and what races they have still coming up that they're going to be running. And it's just going to be a good night, and that's all I could say about it. <laughs> um, I keep on thinking I'm repeating myself. But uh, we got all kinds of things going on. Like I said, let's go over. Let's, let's run through the tracks real quick that we're going to try to um, tell you about what's going on at each one. Um this weekend is gonna be the final points race at the Thunder Valley Speedway. That's in Glenmore, Louisiana. Um y'all go check it out. Uh Rocket Points Leaders. Got a couple of them. Um factory stock division.
2: They're gonna be running oh here we go
1: right here Um The 6.30 driver's meeting, 7 o'clock, they're going to pack the track, open at ceremonies, um, and then 7.30 hot laps, singers, rookies, factory stocks, pro mods, limited sports mods, street stocks, and your late models. Final points, race, total points possible for a heat and feature win is 50. So they got a lot of divisions that are wide open right now, only 11, 10, 12, 13 points, um, between 1st and 2nd. So it is going to be an action pack night, you better believe, over at the Thunder Valley Speedway. And um, it's going to be exciting. If you get the chance to go over there, go check them out. In Glenmore, Louisiana. And it's really, it really is a really good uh, um, facility there. I always tell you about that because it is top-notch. Top-notch facility um, from the lighting that you can actually – um, they got some football stadium lighting in there, so the entire track is lit. There is no dark spot. Uh, brand new bleachers on both the pit and, and um, general Mission side. It is really an awesome place to go catch some dirt track racing. Uh, so if you get over there, come on out, last point of the season there, and it's going to be an awesome, awesome time there at the Thunder Valley Raceway. Um, we're going to head on over um, to Florida. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Southern Raceway here. I don't have anybody on the show tonight, so we will give an update of what's going on over there. The third annual Doug Merritt Himalayan Derby event is this Saturday night at Southern Raceway. Gates will open at 4 p.m., hot laps at 6, racing at 7. General omission will be $12, senior military is $10, students 7, dollars Kids, six and eleven, or five, and it's uh, five and under is free. So check it out, October 9th, demolition derby. Races start at seven. They're going to be running a six o four late model championship race, as well as pure stock, stingers, bombers, street stocks, and vintage. Um, we're going to move on over to our other favorite track over in Florida. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Northwest Florida Speedway. Um, as you know, they raced uh, last weekend, I believe. And um, the current point situation there, they have some tight, tight races as well. So um, their next race will be October the 15th. And it's also the, the um, for the Hornet Trail, it's going to be October the 15th and 16th and the 30th. Y'all go check that out. $5 dollars per ride. You get on a, on a hayride, and you're going to go ride around a spook-style trail. And it's gonna be pretty, pretty awesome. So y'all check that out over at Northwest Florida Speedway, the Haunted Trail. Um, also on that Friday night, October 16th, the Saturday night, I believe, um, it will be the Memorial raises of Extra money added to, to purses. You don't want to, you, you won't be disappointed. Uh, we will have the Travis Storrow Memorial and Pure Stocks, the Brad Wolf Memorial in Vintage, and the Barrett Strickland. Memorial, and the Stingers. Uh, No World Race on the 16th, though. Uh, We will have the regular classes, pure stocks, vintage, bombers, sportsmen, slingshots, IMCA mods, and Stingers. Uh, It's going to be an awesome, awesome night there. And let's talk one more before we get our first guest on the line here. Uh, Dothan Motorsports Park over in Dothan, Alabama, as you know, the big peanut Classic is coming up November fourth, fifth, and sixth. You do not want to miss this race. This race is gonna be huge. Five thousand a win in the street stocks, three thousand a win in the six oh twos, three thousand a win in the indo pure stocks race and open wheel modifiers will be running for twenty five hundred. Vintage will be running for two thousand and twelve hundred dollars for four cylinder. That is November fourth, fifth and sixth. But before that, they have the Monster Truck Show coming October, Saturday, October 30th, and Sunday, October 31st. You want to check that out. Going over to Dolphin Motorsports Park, and um, they have some other races coming up. Before all those, uh, they got an Enduro race on a Sunday in November, um, and all kind of stuff happening over at Dolphin Motorsports Park. Y'all go check them out. All right, on the phone at this time, we got our first guest of the evening, It is Joseph Graham. Uh, You may know Joseph Graham from First Speedway as he wins the Pure Street uh, championship there this year. Um, How are you doing tonight, Joseph?
3: I'm good. How are
1: you? Uh, Doing great. So tell us about a little bit about the season, how how it played out, and uh, congratulations on a a championship there. Um, Start us off with the beginning of the season and, and work your way up to where we at now.
4: How did this season go for you? Uh, season started off pretty good.
3: We uh we had, we fought a lot of trouble with the car and the setup this year, but uh we got a man to get us get help us get the car set up and the car was working real good this year. Uh, we fought some transmission troubles in the middle of the year but uh we got it changed out and got it fixed. But it was still a good season though and uh I'm trying to think. I mean, we had another problem with the car as well. Oh, yeah, we had a lot of wiring issues. We changed a lot of wiring on the car this year. And, uh, I mean, we were we were like Jim French at the beginning of the year. Uh, Mr. Jim fought electrical issues uh, right here at the end of the season. And uh, we did too. So we got everything worked out, and the car started handling real good midway through the season, uh, started winning races. I started getting more confident behind the wheel, and um car started car started working
4: i mean it was it was
3: a huge difference it was a huge difference this year compared to the last two years that i've raced
1: and what's the difference between
3: them uh the first year i got the car i mean it was a bone stock car i mean i i mean i'd raced go karts for three or four years before that so i didn't have any experience in a car whatsoever so we didn't know what we were doing setting up a car wise. I mean, we knew how to set up go cars but this is a whole different ball game when you come to when you come to cars on the track. So we didn't really know what we were doing, so I was just going out there blind, driving the car, just driving it, giving it all it would have. So then the second year we got it set up, uh changed all the weights on it. Uh, we got a different motor, got it we built it. Because the motor that was in it was pretty much a crate motor so we switched over to an open motor uh car came with an automatic it had a power glide and a stock rear end so we switched everything over to a four nine inch and a Saginaw, and that helped that helped me drive the car a lot easier because a standard transmission is easier to drive than an automatic in my opinion i think it, i think the car handles better and uh that really did help me in learning how to drive the car because it was a whole different ballgame game from what I was used to with go karts. Getting in this car. So this is your second season
1: in driving in the uh, Pure
3: Streets. Uh, this was my third season. I guess you could only. I guess you could only count it as the second full season due to the second year I raced, which is last year. We didn't get to really race much because of the COVID. I mean, I think we raced. Uh, if I recall correctly, I think we raced only maybe one time. That first race, the Haysburg always has like in the beginning of March, the sprint car race. And, I mean, we were shut down until, like, the first or second week of July. I mean, we didn't get to race maybe six or seven races. So I really only had two full seasons under my belt.
1: Yeah, definitely. I know the last year was a, was a short season for everybody and every, every, every um, track. Um, but so jumping from a go-kart to a um, full-size car, um, what was that like?
3: Uh, that was a huge difference. I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I knew I couldn't be scared. I mean, because, I mean, you're, you're going out there with some of the best of the best in the south, and uh, I knew I couldn't be scared, and I knew I had to hold it to the floor, and I knew I had to learn how to drive quick. I mean, because drivers out there, they're gonna they're gonna test you. I mean, if you're a new driver out there and you have a fast car and you can and you can drive it, I mean, the veterans are gonna test you. I mean, because I'm still. I still think I'm still a rookie in the class. I'm still the baby of the class. I mean, a lot of these guys are have been racing a long, long time, and they're gonna test you. I mean, they're not they're not just gonna let you come by and uh blow by you without a. And they're gonna they're gonna rub you and they're gonna they're gonna try to get in your head and make you lose it. But it was it was a big difference for me. But I guess driving go karts. I mean, if you've ever watched that before. I mean, you you got to get bumped to get out of the way. So I guess I reacted different than most people would when you get bumped or get spun around. But it was it was a good transition. I mean, I I learned pretty quick. I mean, I feel like I'm doing good right now. But there's always room for improvement. I mean, every year you can improve, and that's our that's our goal for next year is improve more for next year.
1: Correct, and um, you know, it's pretty good. Um, basically, your second season in, you're a track champion. How does that feel?
4: Oh, it was it was
3: it's still kind of unreal right now. I mean, we we put a lot of work in the car this year, and a lot of long nights, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears put into this car, trying to get it to work, uh, trying to stay ahead, of old Jim French. I mean, that was that was tough. I mean, we had some bad nights, but Jim had some bad nights as well. I mean, it was just me and him up there for the points battle for a long, long time. It was just whoever could whoever could win the race that night, or whoever could. Whoever could uh finish ahead of each other. I mean, some nights Jim would win the race, some nights I'd be right behind him in second and we'd we'd swap back and forth. I'd win, he'd win. Uh I'd get second, he'd get third. He'd get third, I'd get fourth, he'd get i he'd get second, I'd get third. I mean, it was just back and forth, back and forth, just slowly working on each other. So it was it was a really good season and we had a lot of fun this year. We're gonna try to come back next year and try to make the car faster than it is. But there's always room for improvement.
1: Yeah, no doubt. But um, uh, great, like you said, every week it was always just a really, really good race. Um, the pure streets, um, you know, they put on a show every week. I don't care what anybody says. Um, it was probably one of the best class that um, run at Hattiesburg this season. This season they put on just unbelievable shows each and every week. Um, the pure streets really turned around and um, and, and going in the right direction. And the battle for the leads every week, uh, between you and um Jim French and, and, and even um, Pratt. You know, Pratt didn't get a win this year but um he was right there with y'all and just just a really good season, um, for the Pierce Streets in general. Oh yeah, it
3: was a it was a really good season. I mean there was a lot of there was a lot of people that showed up that uh really showed out this year. I mean T J Pratt He did great this year. I mean, he's a great driver. I'm I'm trying to remember. I think this is either his rookie season or his second season. I mean, he's doing great. I mean, I can't say nothing bad about the guy. He's a great driver, great guy. Uh, Jim, I mean, Mr. Jim's been helping me the whole time I've been racing. Uh, Leslie Brown's been helping me the whole time I've been racing. Uh, I could not have done it Uh, any of the years that I've been racing without Leslie or Jim. I mean, I've I've called – I think it was probably three or four races ago. I called Jim and I said, "Hey, I need an A arm." And he said, "Well, come on over to my house. I'm at work. Uh, I'll lay it out at the shop." And we went over there and picked up a arm. I mean, it was a couple races I wouldn't have been able to race because of Jim. Uh, Leslie Brown's helped me out a lot. It's just you, you learn who who's, who's going to help you in racing, and you got to give that back. You always got to repay. You always got to repay the people that help you and. I'm definitely going to O.G. him for a long time because he has kept me in, kept me in this season and last season.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I'm a good guy all the way around. Um, we'll help you with anything. Um, I, I mean, you got some good, good people there. Leslie Brown. Um, uh, he's always right there with y'all. Um, Tommy Pleasure, you know, the, the names go on and on. I can name names all day. Um, really good drivers and, um, Really clean, clean driving the entire season, um, and I salute you for that. Um, you and Jim put on a show each and every week. Y'all side by side for more than half the race most of the time, and never touch each other. It's just that's how racing is supposed to be, and that's how y'all race. And it's awesome to see.
3: Oh yeah, of course. I mean, in in the end of the year, the driving got a little rough. I mean, we had a few pile ups and a few bad hits, but other than that, the season was really really good clean driving. I mean, compared to the first year that I raced, I wasn't used to it and the first year I raced was rough. I mean, everybody was, I mean, there was, we'd have 18 or 20 cars every single week and there'd always be pile-ups, bad wrecks, everybody beating on each other, everybody getting disagreements. I mean, it, it was a huge transition from the first year I raced to this year because it was just, it was incredible how much cleaner, everybody was driving each other compared to the first year that I raced. Correct,
1: correct. Well, you want to send a shout-out to any of your
3: sponsors? Oh, yeah, I'd like to thank uh, Gilkey Electric, uh, Bob Dykes Farms, uh, CPR Carburetors, uh, uh, Smith Masonry. I could not have done it at all without them. I mean, they're huge sponsors, and they help me each and every year, and I greatly appreciate them. Definitely, definitely. Well,
1: we had, we really enjoyed um, watching that 71 uh, run the entire season, and good luck for your next season. Um, we got Ernie Parker on the phone here. Uh, stay on the line for just a second. Uh, can we get Ernie on? Ernie, That's how fun. are you He's today? Running. All right. Well, Man, got, we got Glenn stay on right. the phone with us. Um, uh, tell us about what, you, what your take on his season would be. Um,
5: man, this season's been fantastic. Uh, had lots of uh new winners, lots of first time winners, and seen some old veteran drivers come back that hadn't raced in a long time and uh and, and they'd liked to the rust off. But uh week in and week out I think uh Speedway Feetway provided some of the best side by side racing that you could ask for in the state of Mississippi. Um a little long, short track. No bull ring. Don't have some big banging every now and then. Some rubbing racing. Uh, but for the most part, man, you couldn't ask for better racing than we've had this season. Lots of rain now, but, man, it's been, a, it's been a great season.
1: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, so, um, you know, Joseph, was, was he's with us um, the 71 real quick all season. He wins the points championship over at Hattiesburg Speedway. And um, congratulations to you, um, Joseph. And we will be talking with you um, definitely next season. Thank you for the call, man.
3: Thank you. I appreciate it. All right.
1: All right, I've got Ernie Parker on the line now. Ernie, um, let's talk about this season in, in general. Um, up on that flag stand, it's got to be tough. Um, but tell us about that part of the, of the job. Uh, man, man, honestly,
5: there is some nights, and it really is tough to be up there, and and I tell my drivers all the time, you know, if they do me a good job, you know, I sure appreciate it. I tell them, if they do a great race the week before in the fifth meeting, I'm going I'm to let everybody know, hey, this class did a phenomenal job, and I heard you talking about the, the Pure Streets, man, that, that is probably one of my favorite classes to watch and it doesn't matter what track I go to whether it's dirt track asphalt I love watching those guys because I like to say it's because they don't know no better but actually I can't say that because these guys have really stepped up gotten good equipment and just really have taken it to the next level it's not like it was when I started racing in the early 90's you know nowadays man you show up with a pure stock or a factory stock you better be on top of your game because this fixing gets get serious.
1: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, so tell us about what you look forward to for next season.
4: Um, I really look forward
5: to actually some of these drivers that, that started coming on at the end of the season to really improve over the winter. Not so much the driving, but the – the equipment and, and the more you race the the better you'll be with your maintenance program. And uh I talked with Jim French on watch and the biggest thing me and him talk about is maintenance on the car. And I really think a lot of these guys that are just getting into the sport they're gonna learn that. So I'm really looking forward to that. The newer guys coming back and racing really strong all season, less parts failures, this kind of thing. And you know, it's great to see some of the the older racers are getting back in, and they're catching up with the new technology because it's a lot different than, say, when myself and my brothers raced. The technology has just totally changed, and, and that's kind—it's of, kind of sad, but it's also a great thing as well. Because uh, man, these these new kids that are running these cars, man, they're driving like veterans. And it's maybe got a lot to do with the technology, but they still got to mash that pedal and turn that wheel. So. I'm really looking forward to these guys stepping their game up even more.
1: Correct. Yeah, and I'm telling you, every class is really good at Hattiesburg. Um, Hattiesburg is the premier track. I don't care what anybody says. It's one of the premier tracks in in the state of Mississippi. Uh, I enjoy going there. I try not to miss any week um, there. Uh, it is home for me. And um, the flagman is the best flagman in the game, and I'm going to tell you why. A lot of these tracks you go to, and the flagman is not totally in control of the race. Um, you know, when a caution comes out, they're sitting up there, and, they, and they, you know, they, they'll have 15 laps of caution laps while they're trying to figure things out. Um, Hattiesburg, um, you, you're lucky to get one, one, one lap around most of the time, and it's time to go back green flag racing. Um, it, you know, you speed up the race, and it really, it really is a good, good uh, as far as everything around, the fire department and quick to get to the scene um old mater comes out he's quick to get to where he needs to get um the entire should we say machine just works really good it's well oiled and it works really good um and i do appreciate that because there's, there's a lot of tracks out there that waste more time than any and um hattiesburg is not one of them
5: oh man i sure appreciate all of the, the compliments and uh and I'll do my best up there to keep the, the show moving along. Uh, I'm one as a, as a fan. I don't like to sit there and watch all that, you know, as far as just the caution, laugh after laugh after laugh. I mean, I want to get the show going just as much as the drivers and the fans because, I mean, I tell them all the time "A drivers meeting." I live an hour away from here, so when we get done, i still got an hour to drive home as well, so you know, sooner we can get done, sooner I can go home. But it takes a it takes a full effort and you mentioned our fire department, guys, the Dixie here fire department. They are as well prepared as any safety crew I've ever seen. I mean, they have the jaws of life, they have the fire extinguishers. A lot of people don't realize they have one fire extinguisher on that that side by side that I think it costs nearly a thousand dollars to have it recharged. They bought that specifically to use at Habsburg Speedway. So when you see them I'm sitting out there in that hot sun on Friday afternoon, man, stop and give them a dollar because they put it to great use. Um, can't ask for better guys. I mean, they work with us. They're part of our team. And, man, we sure do appreciate them.
1: Yeah, they they, they, they do work. I'm, I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of tracks you go to, and the an the, accident will happen. It'll take forever for somebody to get over here to go see them. Um, they are quick They they have the lights on before the yellow light The yellow light comes on And they're at the scene really quick uh, Those guys, they don't play around And um, they are the best Of the best right there, no doubt about that
5: Man, I'd have to agree with you uh, That side-by-side was a great asset Not just for them, but for us At Amesburg Speedway I mean, they have everything On that side-by-side Except water to put on fire and that's what is so great about it, because they can get there so much faster than, a, than that fire truck can. So that's a fantastic tool to have as an arsenal. I mean, um, man, when my brother got hit by that car several years ago, those guys were spectacular with taking care of him. I mean, time I got there to him, man, they done had an ivy in his arm, giving him what he needed to make him comfortable. And, man, that goes a long ways with me, and I should be sure and tell those guys weekly, thank you for what you do for us and for these racers. Um, I'm all about safety, so I really pay attention to what those guys are doing.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, that was a crazy moment, um, no doubt. Uh, I'm just glad he he got through that and uh, he's he's well. Um, that was very scary for everybody in attendance, I'm telling you that. I was in a crowd, and everybody was just, like, just silent. Um, it was uh, a crazy a crazy crazy moment, and um I'm so glad that he's that he's okay um, but yeah that's that was that's a scary moment for sure um, oh, so let's talk about yeah. one other thing I'd like to talk to you before I get you off of here is that black flag. How many times you pulled out that black flag this year um, if any, and um oh. what are you looking for when it comes down to that black flag i actually i
5: Honestly, it was probably been very few. I try to give I try to give that driver every chance I can to to make it right on the racetrack. track. Um, as a former driver myself, I yes, I've been black flagged for rough driving, parts failure, you name it, you know, we've all if you race longer enough you're gonna get black flagged. But I try my best to let those guys, you know, correct their wrongs on the racetrack, but a lot of times it's, you know, if you, you don't be real sterile with them, you know, they'll calm down and, and, and race like they're supposed to. And that's all I can ask for. But when I look for that, you know, I'm not going to tolerate times to deliberately tearing up race cars uh, because I, for one, I've owned race cars for many, many years. I know how expensive it is to fix them. And just the time, my time is valuable. So I don't want to spend time fixing my race car when it could have been avoided. And uh, that's something I look for as far as that aspect of it. And you've got to gain that driver's trust. And I I would like to think that I've earned the trust and respect from the drivers. I've been flagging now, God, for I started, I flagged my very first race in 2007. I had no idea I'd ever be a flagman. Uh, when well, my brother opened up Coop Motorsports Park. He says, "Yeah, hey, you're, you're going to flag. I said, oh, okay. Uh, so my very first night of flagging was at that racetrack in 07, and we had 150 co-carts show up. And I'm like, oh, my God. But um, I, I truly do enjoy it, and I, I work for my brother. And, man, me and him, we go at it sometimes. But he knows I have only the best interests. For him and his racetrack, him and Kelly's racetrack up there, I only have the best interest when I do anything. And uh, I like to think I have an upper hand. As a Blackman, being a former racer myself, I kind of know what to look for. Um, I'm not always going to be correct in some of the decisions I make, but uh, I'm going to be fair 100% across the board with every driver out there. And that's that's all I could ever ask for when I was racing, was just to be treated equally as everyone else.
1: Definitely, definitely. Um um so talk, tell us one more thing about the kids. Uh, I know you uh, um um you and Ron and everybody there. Um we really do love the kids getting involved from the flag from the flag to the the box races um to the fan frenzy that Ron puts on each and every week. Um, um, tell us about that part cuz I know that really is um um one of your favorite parts.
5: It it really it truly is cuz you know I can remember going to my very first race when I was probably seven, eight years old, maybe nine. And my big thing was, you know, to see these drivers and and get to go talk to them and act like I knew what was going on. But to get those kids involved, man, that is truly, that's what we're all about at Asperger Speedway because we know those kids are the future of racing no matter what track it's at they're the future of racing and if you don't get them involved well it's not going to be good in 10 to 15 years but as far as getting those kids up on that flag stand i have no clue who ron picks for me every week but he picks great children kids young adults whatever you want to call them to come up there and and i usually have a great conversation with them up on that flag stand that probably nobody else knows about but just me and and that person that may be up there and and just the excitement, you know, that they have. And they tell me they're really nervous. And I said, man, there's no need to be nervous. Uh, but I can't lie, when I first started, I got nervous being in front of people. And now it it just comes second nature. But, man, to, to see those excitement when those kids get on that track and with their little boxcars, man, that just, it, it choked in my heart. Because, man, I love kids. The whole family, we're all about kids. So um, anytime we can do something with those kids and see the excitement, man, uh, that's worth all the time that we spend, you know, allowing them to be part of our race program.
1: Yeah, correct. Um, it, it's, a, it's a great thing. It really is. I love the boxcar races. Uh, I know there's always that first one that everybody comes out to, and then it starts getting dwindling down, but I really like to see more kids involved in those races. Um, those are fun for the kids, and um, they win a little trophy at the end, and, and it's a it's, it's pretty nice time.
5: Oh man, it, it's the best time ever, and uh parents who, who stick it out with them and and spend the time to make those little cars and those kids, man, and they really some of the detail is just simply amazing. I get to see them up close and personal, and uh Donald's grandson Ryan Luke, he has one and he keeps it there in the ticket booth, and man, he's he's a little cat, he's a little buddy, and man, to see him out there having a great time and and just. Just enjoying himself, it's worth the time and effort that everyone puts into it. And talking about Ron, Ron Southern, he's been a great asset to to Hattiesburg Speedway and any other facility he works at. Man, he's an asset that's been great for us. Um, He's got a lot of great ideas. He keeps it family-oriented, which we're all about that. And we have a lot of people tell us that's why they like to come to our track. is because it is family-oriented, and that's something we strive to have.
1: Definitely, yeah. It, it definitely is. Um, from the food, uh, the hamburgers are probably the best track burger you're gonna eat. To the um, to the race itself, it's a really good time out there each and every week. And uh, I I love calling Hattiesburg my home because it definitely is my home. And uh, I love I love chatting with y'all and, and everybody involved out there. It's always a good conversation, and um, I appreciate all that y'all do.
5: Man, we appreciate you, man. You, you have no idea what you bring to the table for not just Hattiesburg Speedway, but all the other local tracks in our region, man. You and Jared and the other folks you have working with you, man, I applaud everything y'all do, and y'all keeping dirt track racing alive goes um, from week to week, man. If you're not talking about it, people forget about it, and so you're you and your show, uh, Chris Creighton's involved, man. It is really something to be proud of. And I'm 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 happy to call you my friend. And man, thank you for all you do.
1: Thank you so much. I do appreciate that. Um, we'll we'll have to meet up sometime at the gym and then go eat some tacos
5: after. <laughs> oh man, you know, and I'm all about some tacos. And I go to <laughs> that gym and I, I work off enough to eat me about three of those tacos and I'm good to go. Uh, yeah, people yeah, kidding yeah. me we, about that, but hey, gotta have them tacos.
1: Yeah, we definitely we'll definitely meet up sometime soon. Enough. And thank you for everything that you do over there as well. And uh, we'll we'll see you soon, hopefully. Uh, oh,
5: yes, sir, man. Y'all have a great off-season, and, and hopefully we'll see y'all on the racetrack. Man, my next race might be the Snowball Derby. So if you come down there, man, you look me up. Uh, I'll be down there enjoying five, six days of racing. You get a chance, and if anyone's never been to the Snowball Derby, I don't make one penny off telling you you should go, but I'll take everybody. Should go experience that race at least one time.
1: Yeah, I've never been. Um, I oh, well last year I almost went for the Wednesday Thursday night portion, but I didn't get a chance to go. But this year it might be a little different. I might be heading that way.
5: Man, we'd be glad to have you down there with us and uh, be enjoying, have a good time.
1: Definitely, definitely, that sounds good. I'll, I'll be in contact with you for sure.
5: Oh yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: All right, y'all. That is Ernie Parker, there, the flagman. At, um, at Hattiesburg Speedway We did not get a chance to really talk to him about his racing career But that's going to be maybe later on We'll get him back on here and We'll talk a little bit about um, His accomplishments and everything in the past um, In his racing career So that's um, uh, The Parker family Is known in racing I talked to some people just the other day I was down in um, well, For the hurricane I evacuated To uh, Locksley, Alabama And where I was at uh, there was a guy named Charlie Hartman, I believe, and um, him and um, um, there was another one there. Um, they were just, oh, yeah, they were talking, um, you know, them Parker boys were tough to beat. They were tough to race against. Uh, so it was good to hear things like that uh, when we started talking a little bit about the dirt track racing. So, um, um, you know, they were talking about Donald and, and uh, they were talking about Ernie and, and. Uh, um oh, i I can't remember the, all of them, but um they were talking about how the Parker boys were really 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 tough uh to race against, and every time they came down they knew they had a a, a battle on their hands um to race against them so that's uh, a pretty cool um little story that I had from the hurricane um, um of oh, charlie or charles um Hartman and um they I got to talk with them and uh it, it was just a good conversation. And we talked a lot about Hasburg, and a lot about the old Oxley Speedway and um, the, um some other speedways that were closed now and are no longer around, Minge and um we were just talking dirt um, for a couple of hours and it was a good time. And um they really good to go. All right, from one flag man to the next flagman. We got Tommy Watt on the line here. Tommy, what is up? Hello. Hello, Tommy.
0: What's up, bud?
1: Oh, not too much, man. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I'm ready to go racing. What about you guys? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right. So you're a flag man, too. I'm going to ask you a couple questions about that. Um, you go know, ahead. What do you What do you enjoy the most about being up on that stand?
0: Oh, I guess it's just hearing them cars, you know, uh, making all them motor noises and carrying on. I mean, all that horsepower underneath you is just a, a wild blast.
1: Definitely. Um, so, if anybody don't know, this is Tommy Light on the line here, um, Pike County Speedway's flagman. Uh, I wanted to get him on tonight to to, to kind of tell you about his perspective of the racing, um, over at Pike County Speedway. Now these cars are going pretty quick. It's a pretty big track. So when, when you're there, um, how's that sand up there?
0: Oh, I love it. I mean, it's dirty. <laughs> it's, it's, it's soundproof. You know, it's ready to go.
1: Yep. I want you yep. guys to come
0: back to Pike County on the 16th now.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. We'll be there on the 16th. October 16th is the next race at Pike. And, um, we're definitely gonna come and check you out. Um, tell us about uh, this season in general, um, how did it go? I know y'all had some crazy things happening over there a couple of times, a couple of incidents. Um, but um how did it go throughout the entire season this year?
0: Oh, I think it went great. I mean, you know, you have a lot of people that have their uh their doubts about Pike County, but Pike County is a is a nice facility. You know, where else can you go to you know, you have a, a good family environment. You know, I mean, it's just it's just a wonderful place to go.
1: Yeah, I know you was out there for a long time doing a lot of work out there, and, um, you know, from the beginning, and, um, you know, repairing bleachers or, or repairing the, the lighting and, and just on and on. You did a lot of work out there at Pike County. And um, uh, we do appreciate that because if it wasn't for your help, uh, Pike County might still be sitting in darkness.
0: Well, you know, it's it's more than just me. I mean, you got Brian and Penny DeRose, you know, they own the track. And then you got Jason Jackson, you got to give him a, a big round of applause because, I mean, he really, really stepped up to the plate and, and got this track up and going. Uh, you know, I mean, it's 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 been an up-and-down battle with it, but, you know, we all worked together and, and we got this track back open and, we hoping everybody just comes out and supports us, you know, support Pike County.
1: Well, my first ever race at, at, at Pike County was back in um, when the World of Outlaws was there. I'm going to tell you a quick story here. Um, so I told my parents, I was 17 then, I guess, uh, 17 or 18, and I told my parents, I said, hey, I'm going to go to the racetrack. Well, they knew I went to St. Tammany every week. Uh, I never missed a, a week at St. Tammany. But I really, really, really wanted to go see those World of Outlaws sprint cars. So I decided I was going to go ahead and take the ride over to Pike County and just pretend like I'm at St. Tammany. Well, the race was awesome. It was good. And then when it was over with, my car wouldn't start. So then I'm like, I'm in my parents' van. It won't start. I'm not at where I'm supposed to be. I'm going to be in big trouble. But uh, it wound up working out. Somebody gave me a jump, and I made it home. So um, that was – First time I ever went to Pike, uh, I, I got to see the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series there. Um, that place has always been one of the fastest and one of the quickest tracks um, in the South for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, we uh, you know, we just we just want people to come out and support us, support your local tracks. I mean, how do you how do you keep going racing whenever you don't have a racetrack to race at. I mean, people ought to understand, you know, like right now, pipe's been closed because of the hurricane. You know, come back out and support them. You know, we're going to race on the 16th of October. We're going to take off a week. And then we race to practice 28th. And then we're going to have Friday and Saturday night the 29th and 30th. The Live 100. And the Jambalaya's
1: been around for a long time. And um I'm glad that Brian brung the jumblata back. Um the jumble means a lot to a lot of people and um I do appreciate that race still continuing in the tradition that it has been.
0: Yeah, it's 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 really fun. You know, I mean I
1: I just started flagging
0: uh last year was my first year. I've always been a race car driver, driving them cars, had a little mini stop, won the point at Pike County Speedway in 2012, the last year that it was open. And then I got the opportunity to become a flagman. I've always wanted to do something like that. And I really enjoy it, you know. And I give it to Brian and Penny and Jason for, you know, stepping up and letting me do it. You know, I really enjoy it. Yeah,
1: and and, and let me ask you a question, though. Do you miss getting behind that wheel?
0: Actually, No. Because my son does it. Everybody knows Justin. And, I mean, he's, he's become a real good wheel man. I mean, he's learning. He's still learning. But, I mean, I support him, you know, because, I mean, my dad done it years ago when I was a kid. So, you've got to keep the tradition going. So, I step out and let him have it. Hopefully, one day his son, my grandson, you know, will take over and keep the, keep it going.
1: Yeah. And that's what it's all about. Um, as we know as a racing family, it's mostly generation after generation of the same families that race. Um, I mean, I could throw out names all, last names all day and you would be able to tell me, you know, dad, son, son, son. Like that's how, it's, that's how it works in dirt track and a lot of times. Um, a lot of these last names are very familiar with everyone. And um, that's what it's all about. It's about a family affair. And um, talking about Justin, um, Justin Lott was one of the first people, was the first person to ever won um, money from the Southern Dirt Track Report when we first started. We had a little contest going on, and um, he won his his feature, and I think it was like a like-share kind of deal, and he wins the feature, and he won um, I believe it was a 50 bucks or something like that, um, but that was a long time ago. We'll have to try to look for that picture and see if we can repost it. Um, but You know, the name lot in racing, um, there's a lot of lots. And then from from LA 36 to Baton Rouge Raceway to Pike County, Jackson Motor Speedway, Um, you all travel all around um, racing these races all around um, the south down here. And uh, I know a lot of people um, love the whole family. The whole family is um, pretty good in racing. Um, Josh races pretty well. Um, You know, everybody, everybody has. Been involved in that family in racing in some kind of way, um, and uh, that is that means a lot to a lot of people
0: out there. Right back on that, you know, I'd like to bring up that uh, you know the generation thing is that's that's why we all got together at Pike and we built a little go kart track for the mini wedges. I mean, that's your upcoming classes and your upcoming drivers. So that's the whole thing. We're trying to support them. And, and show them that we care about them as much as we do the big cars. Yes, yeah,
1: definitely. So um, anything else you'd like to say about Pike County or about the racing career of
0: the lots? Uh, it continues on. I mean, that's all I can say, you know. Is, and everybody
1: come on out, like
0: I said, and and support Pike County. I mean, we're going to have, like I said, we, we race on the 16th of October, the regular night of racing. And then on the twenty eighth, we're gonna have play day, which is practice night, and then Friday and Saturday you'll have your Jumble one hundred. So y'all come on out and support Pike County Speedway.
1: And, and let's just talk about the, the, the Jumble Line one second here. Um, the Super Late models will be running a thirty lap feature on Friday for three thousand to win, and on Saturday they'll be running uh, ten thousand to win for a seventy lap feature that. My friend is going to be fun. Uh, 100 laps of super late model action in two nights. That's pretty exciting. I tell
0: you what, I, you know, I've had the opportunity as becoming a flagman to go flag at Baton Rouge Raceway. You know, I got last year I got to flag the uh, state the state race, which was a, you know an honor, and then. Also, last year I got to go flag at the Outlaw Speedway, and I, I really, you know, appreciate them guys letting me do that. I mean, I, I'm enjoying it.
1: Yeah, um, you know, it's 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 uh, it's crazy to see you up there. Though I'm so used to you um, with that racing suit on, out there winning race after race after race in that mini stock class. Um, since everybody stopped the mini class mini stocks, I know y'all sold most of y'all's cars. Um, The entire family was involved in many stock racing, Um, and, um, you know, it's kind of weird to see you up up top um, instead of in that car, but um, you're doing a great job up there on that flag stand, and um, I know a lot of people will agree with that.
0: I appreciate that, you know, and, you know, if y'all see me at the racetrack and y'all want to say hello, I mean, hey, I'm here, you know, to have a conversation with anybody out there. Make friends.
1: Correct. Correct. Um, so We appreciate you calling in tonight And uh, we will see you On October 16th The last points race Over at Pike County Speedway On the 16th of October um, Just in two weeks away um, We'll be racing back At Pike County Speedway For some Saturday night action And we'll see you then
0: Yes sir Everybody
1: have a good night Alright That is Tommy Lott That is the, the flagman for Pike County Speedway and as you heard he, he has flagged at other places as well he's been down to Outlaw he's been over to Baton Rouge Raceway um, um, so he's been around and he's been around for a long time in the racing family so um, we love Tommy and we love everything he's doing over there over at Pike County Speedway All right, up next we have Mr. Blake Carrier in house here how are you doing tonight? We, we all right down
2: in my neck of the woods. How about you feel, buddy?
1: You there? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What is up, Blake?
2: Hey. Oh, we all right down in my neck of the woods. How y'all doing?
1: Oh, we're doing great. We're doing great. So tell us a little bit about um, your racing um, past. And uh, I know you race a lot of different places. So um, tell us about your racing career.
2: Well, I started. Uh, I started driving sprint cars at the end of 2012. Um, we was doing. We had a little 305 sprint car series. Um, I started racing in a full size car when I was 16. Um, my dad has done it since 1994, so it's in my blood. Um, my uncle's ran sprint cars in the late 60s, um, back when they called them super modified. So. We've got a big long family tradition of it and we just started started when I was, you know, sixteen. Um I got points championship with that series, uh, rookie of the year, raced with the three oh fives up until two thousand and sixteen and then we decided to go uh ASCS three sixty racing. And uh I've been on it off since then with the three, with the with the ASCS stuff, um I took a couple of years off and raced uh, Modifieds from 2017 to 2019, um, pulling double duty some in 2019, running my Sprint car and my Modified. And uh, I've actually been driving a Midget down here. We've got a a D2 Midget Series down here on the coast, uh, Outlaw Midgets. And uh, I've been racing with them since 2019, so yeah, I've got my hands full when it comes to driving.
1: Definitely. Um, I know you race at a couple of little go kart tracks as well. I guess that's with the uh, a mini sprint, maybe.
2: That's uh, that's with the midgets, yes sir. Um, it's a the midgets. It's a four cylinder car engine. You know, I like a Chevy Cobalt or a Honda Accord. Um, we got a little little joint down in Pensacola, uh, Florida, and it is a racy little track. You know, it it baffled everybody when we went there and it it beat all of all of our our initial judgments, you know it's a fun little place to race on as well definitely um
1: we, uh, so tell us, tell us a little bit about about that um are, are they racing any more
2: this season or no they' they're done uh yes sir we got a uh, we have a we got a race uh halloween weekend actually in milton florida um it as of now it's a single single night show um could turn into a two night show you know, before then with, uh, Pensacola Dirt Track coming in on a, on a Friday night, uh, or vice versa. We'd be in, in Southern Raceway Friday night and Pensacola Saturday night. Um, and then we, uh, we got some, some stuff cooking for 2022, which involves coming uh traveling over to Louisiana and doing some racing with them as long as well as going to, you know, uh, why not motorsports park, um, Milton, Florida. Places along those lines. We go up to West Memphis, Arkansas. Crowley's Ridge. Um, West so we we really we're nice all over the place with them too. Yeah.
1: yeah, West Memphis is a really nice track.
2: It is. It is. It's a uh, it's it's true. It's the true gumbo uh gumbo clay over there, you know. It's it's real real tricky to to grasp a hold to and it it changes faster than any other surface that I've ever been on.
1: Definitely. Including
2: definitely. the asphalt racing that I've done. I've also done asphalt sprints.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing you at Mobile International um, running um Yes, sir. The, um, the That was, what, two years ago maybe, three years ago?
2: Uh, uh, I believe running, that was –
1: probably was... three years ago. Um, yes, sir. It's not longer than that now. I'm thinking about it, but
2: – It, it uh, seems forever ago, but I believe it was 2018.
1: Yeah, I think it was 2018. Um, we got to see you run out there a few times. Um, those sprints, um, if you watch them on dirt and you watch them on asphalt, it's two different games. Um, especially that big old track. Those sprints were running, and I mean running quickly. Um, how fast y'all think y'all was going around Mobile International?
2: Um, my, they they put a, um, you know, they put a radar gun on us and they clocked me getting into the corner at 142.
1: Yeah, I know they, they very, very quick at Mobile. Uh it's like you don't even have to get off the gas really. You just roll. No, it,
2: at at Mobile if you get out of the gas you might as well go go, go pull it up at the trailer. It's it's the same thing.
1: Yeah. yeah you very lose quick over that train. Um uh tell us about your family in racing. I know your family has been um you know, the last name carrier um really is a a, a local name and everybody that races knows that name um the your racing generation goes back um a little ways. Tell us about that
2: yes sir. well my, my uncle mickey he started uh he started running what they called super modifieds uh, back in the mid and late sixties um racing at mobile um at the jackson asphalt track um back back in the sixties and you know it's kind of been kind of been in the family since then, my dad started racing you know right out of high school um at that spillway Speedway in La Roger. and uh it got into sprint cars in 1993 or 1994 um and then my mom actually uh actually used to race as well um she she's had her a, a couple races you know um so it it's kind of it's literally born born in in my blood yeah uh, I got I got a I got a 5-year-old son that's itching to itching to start racing mini wedges so that, yeah, I guess that'll be my next adventure. Yeah. Guess yeah. I guess I guess I'll hang up the full-time racing gig and let him let him have some fun for a little while.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, those mini wedges are um are a hot topic right now. They're, they're popping up all over the south at different tracks and um they really are um a great place, great class to to get to these kids to help them learn and and be a driver one day, you know, and, and that's what it's
2: all about. It's all about the kids. Yes, sir, it is. It, it really is, you know. And if if it wasn't for the for the kids and you know all the how how they look up to you as a as almost like a hero, um, you know, it it, it wouldn't make the sport near as fun as it really is for me. Correct. You know, get, yeah, getting the, getting getting to walk through the bleachers and talk to all the kids, and they run up and want pictures. That makes every, you know, even on a bad night, that makes everything 100 times definitely. better.
1: I agree with that 100%. Um, the kids are the future of the sport, and the, if you're nice to them, they're going to be like, man, I want to be like that guy one day, you know. Um, definitely role models. I, I, I don't care what anybody says. All of them dirt track drivers are, are role models to the kids and the fans and everything else in between. Um, it really is a, um,
2: a a a great
1: feeling when you go into them bleaches and them Kids and even adults running up to you, shaking your hand, saying, "Man, way to go, good run, uh, better luck next time, or whatever." You know, uh, it really is. It really is a great family. It's a great, um, great feeling. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great feeling. and It's a great family of dirt track um, fans and drivers. All right, anything else you want to you want to add in there? You got any sponsors or anything you like to thank? I know you're. Not I running, got I got a few sponsors.
2: I got a few sponsors and a few people I'd like to thank for the opportunities that I've had over the last few years. Um, you know, th- this year I've I've had the privilege of uh, driving for Todd Fayard with the uh, Hurricane Area Super Sprints. You know, uh, we was we was set to race. I was set to drive for him tomorrow night at Baton Rouge Raceway, and you know we had some. We've been fighting some motor gremlins, and they just wasn't it wasn't looking too good. So we decided to pull the plug on it. Um, I've been driving the Midget for Ed Lee uh since 2019, you know, I, I I can't stress how thankful I am for the opportunities that I've had um with people that that trust me and their equipment and 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 see 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 what I can really do in a car, you know. Correct. Um it it's just it's wonderful, you know. That's a uh, uh, personally that's a that's a lifetime achievement for me.
1: Definitely, yeah. Um, it, it takes a lot for somebody to say, "Yeah, um, Blake, go ahead and get get in the car." You know, it's, exactly. You know, you a know. lot of money sitting there, and um, for them to trust you with that, that's 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 um, hands down pretty
2: awesome. And and a lot of it goes back to your name and your family reputation.
1: Yeah. You know, no uh, doubt.
2: My my dad wasn't one to go out there and and run run over somebody or tear anybody's equipment up you know we, we do it out of our own pockets why would we want to tear up somebody else's stuff too correct um so you know it pe- people actually you know pay attention to you even though you think that they're not yeah yeah
1: they um they look up to y'all they really do so but, a lot of fans
2: yeah there. we uh we're going to we got some good some good things cooking for the uh, for the hurricane area super sprints for 2022 as as well as the uh, the the Southern Outlaw Midgets. Um, oh, you
1: know, I'm really, I'm really we got, we got excited, some good things going. Know, they had several people put my name in that hat. It wasn't you know it, it was several people uh, putting my name in that hat to take over that series to kind of help them out a little bit. And when Todd Baylor calls me calls me up and, and says you you've been Um, You know, several people had told us about you, and we really want you to be involved in this. And I was 100% behind this project. Uh, It's pretty awesome to to be to be involved in this in this series, and I'm excited to see where it's going to go.
2: Oh yeah, that most definitely. You know, it's it's not going to do anything but get bigger and, and and grow to to how sprint car racing used to be. You know, in the mid 2000s in in the Gulf Gulf states.
1: Definitely, definitely. Well, thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. And um, good luck on your remainder of your season. And uh, we're going to try to come check you out a couple more times here um, before the end of the year goes.
2: All right, Artie. I appreciate you having me on. Everybody right, have definitely. a good evening.
1: All right, you too. That is Blake Carrier. Right. Uh, he's been driving a lot of different um, sprint cars and, and uh, midgets and this and that. So um, that's pretty awesome to have him here on our show here tonight. All right, our next guest is South Alabama Report with Jared Hudson. What's up, Jared?
6: What it do, my redneck brother? How you, how's everybody doing? Oh, we doing so, great. All oh, right, that's great. We, we do a dang new skippy over this way. So we want everybody to share our show. Click the podcast link and share the podcast because we're in a contest so we want to get the most listeners uh, share that podcast link. It should be in the comment section I posted earlier. So let everybody know about our show. All right, so... And then also don't forget about the uh, contest we're running. Uh, Subscribe, $4.99 a month, and you can be entered to win a Bluepoint tool set, so get with Artie about that. And so... We got some awesome shows this weekend, and I won't be going to any races this weekend. I'll be in going to my uncle's Celebration of Life in Tennessee. But this weekend we have the Swamp Tri-County Speedway. Go down to the Swamp. Support today, family. And uh, tonight's show, uh, the 8th and 9th, pause. It's the Crate Racing USA light model division, which is pretty awesome. The champion, Will Harrington, from last year, I'm sure he will be there with uh, with Mr. Adam Stewart and the rest of the crew. It's going to be a, a crap load of cars there. Friday is $2,500 to win. Saturday is $3,000 to win, which is super awesome. And they have 40 laps, Crate Racing USA Touring Series, plus... Bombers, Stingers, Pure Stocks, 602 Sportsmen, and Light Models. And then Saturday night is 50 laps, Crate Racing USA Tour and Series Plus. Bombers, Stingers, Mods, Slingshot, Street Stocks, 602 Sportsmen, and the Pure Stocks. 3,000 win Saturday. And Modified Drivers, get your Cars, to Tri-County Speedway, because uh, mod- Modifieds haven't been on the schedule much this year. So get to the swamp and race them. See if you can take on the former champion Greg Hopkins in that G17. See if you can spank him at his home turf. Greg Hopkins is TUFF, tough, buddy, road. So uh, I know my buddy William McDuffie's taking his car down there. So I'd like to see William McDuffie take the uh, take the title. But you're probably gonna see Larry Falk in in the three car. So oh, LJ, LJ's probably gonna be the baddest dude there next to Greg Hopkins. So that's going to be a darn good race. And plus, don't forget they got soft serve ice cream at the racetrack, which is super cool. So I got some ice cream the last time I was there. Let me tell you, what dirt track has ice cream? I mean, that is rated right off for Redneck. That's just as grits in my book. I mean, go to the racetrack and get ice cream. Well, if they start selling milkshakes at the racetrack up there, I'm going to go bonkers because I love me a milkshake. So... Uh, and they've also got uh, They may. I think they may have had funnel cakes from the thing at one time and then let's see, let's move on over to Deep South Speedway their next race is October the 16th they got rained out the last race bummer, I was there and let's see, October 16th will be the 3000 win crack race Racing USA Street Stocks along with them we will have the $1000 to win 604 light models 1,000 to win open-wheel mods, pure stocks, and the factory stocks. Let's have a good show in the factory stocks. I want to see them race more and more deep south. Uh, <clears throat> and then $1,000 to win 604 late models. My goodness. Let's see if Steven Jernigan can beat Bo Slay. He come in second, the last two races to Bo Slay up there in the 604 race. Bo Slay is another one of those drivers. It's T.U.F.F. Cook to beat. If you can beat both Slay at Deep Side Speedway, you're doing something. So bring your uh, 604 light models up there, and I'm sure we'll see uh, lots of good drivers. Uh, and, of course, we've got 1,000 win mods. This is going to be awesome. Uh, you know, Deep Side Speedway bumped the mod class up to 1,000 win because their class was showing out every weekend, car after car after car. And if you can do that at a racetrack and support your racetrack by bringing car after car, your racetrack will then, in return, support you and bump the pay-up. And that's what they did at Deep South. So that's pretty cool. They average, if I had to guess, 15-plus mods. So that's that's really awesome. And then we got pure stocks and factory stocks. So hopefully see, see my friend Derek Long back on the track, a.k.a. Kane and should be a good weekend of racing. And the 16th, I am going to do my best to be at Northwest Florida Speedway. Uh, me and Robbie is getting together. And we're have a uh, we going to have a display model for the Race Safer Fuel Arrester. We just got our new logo made. So shout out to Ron Southern at Hattiesburg Speedway. Outlaw Speedway, and Racing Towards Jesus Ministries. Shout out to Ron. He's an awesome friend of mine. He made our logo, and he made the Southern Dirt Track Report logo, logo, too. So he's the best. So shout out to Ron for making logos. If you need any, holler at him. But uh, he made our new Fuel Arrestor logo, and we're going to have a display. We're going to show around the drivers, and we already have some interest. Uh, we preach safety is number one, so go check out our Facebook at racesaferfuelarrestor.com because uh, our Facebook, we don't have a website yet. And we have them for sale if anybody wants one. So uh, support your local dirt tracks, uh, the 16th Northwest Florida's Racing and Deep South. So support either one. Uh, Scott Sessions does a really good job down there. And of course, Scott Sessions has a big endurance race coming up. That's what I'm excited for. The Turkey, I think he called it the Turkey Classic or Turkey Brawl, Enduro Race. So I'm excited. I want to race that one year. And eventually, it'll get me a race car. It's gonna have the, it's gonna be patriotic. Have the Southern Dirt Track Report logo, and then all the other, my um, photography logo and whatnot. So that'd be kind of cool. And uh, it'd be cool to see Artie in a race car.
1: I've been in a race car.
6: Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. I almost forgot about that. How'd you do?
1: <laughs> Dude's great. <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we did our Crate Lake model um, over at LA Thirty Six. That was
6: fun. Oh, I bet that was. I bet that was cool as grits. I'd I'd love to see Artie laugh the field. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. He talk about it's everybody like, it's laugh. like, <laughs> Artie, <man. laughs>
6: But hey, if I if I ever get a race car and I start. I actually start passing some cars. They're going to be like, you hear them announce on the intercom, here goes the Southern Dirt Track Report car passing some cars. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, you won't
1: hear that. (laughs) 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 So I'll tell you one thing about that, the the crate late model. uh, When you press on that gas, it's got some power, man. It jumps up. The whole freaking hood just comes up. Boom, boom, boom. Every time you hit that gas, it's Well, I bet it
6: does. It's pretty cool, I bet it does. imagine driving a super if you're not used to it, you're gonna crap in your pants,
1: <laughs>
6: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know I mean, uh, I can't stress enough safety, 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 in racing you know we was talking about passing cars and stuff. So many drivers skip on safety, whether it's gloves, it's racetrack, I think gloves should be mandatory uh. There's so many things that drivers skip on, and they make every excuse under the sun. Well, I can't grip the steering wheel as good, or I can't do this, I can't do that. You know, just or or this this cuts down on this. Hey, safety! If you want to go home to your family and your friends, safety in a race car is very important. And you know, like the like the fuel arrestor, for instance, keep fuel from spilling from your race car, driver catching fire, and, and I really like how. You had uh, the two flagmen on Ernie Parker, a super good dude. I like old Ernie Parker. I like how he was talking about, you know, the safety aspect earlier. And I, and that's one of the things I like about Ernie. He loves safety just as much as we do. Oh. <clears throat> and everybody be sure and subscribe to us. 4 99 a month It's cheap. Everybody can afford it. I can afford it. So subscribe to us. Tell your grandma, your auntie, your uncle, your, your cousin, uh, your long-lost redneck friend, Willie, tell them to go subscribe to us on YouTube, and then also buy a subscription from us on our page, because we got to get some video camera equipment. Artie wants to video some more races. Uh, it'll help us out a lot, and Artie's got some video cameras he's looking at, so your $4.99 a month will help him be able to film better races than just a cell phone.
1: Yeah, and we got a contest going on. We got a $600 Blue Point tool set, 100-piece tool set, it goes for 600 bucks uh, retail. We are going to be raffling that thing off on Christmas Day, right here live on the Southern Dirt Track Report on <clears throat> December 25th, um, Christmas night. We will be live on the main page um, to announce the winner of the supporter. But you got to be a supporter to be into the drawing. So That's right. um, it's going to be pretty exciting, and pretty fun, and um, it's going to be great. Look, I
6: can tell you this. So I work in the trucking industry like you do, and we have a Snap-on tool truck that comes every Wednesday to our Mack truck dealership. And he sells, of course, Snap-on tools, which are made in the USA. And then he also sells Blue Point, which is Snap-on's other brand. And let me tell you. Blue point are some quality hot high, high dollar tools. So if you want to win these tools, you've got to sign up as a supporter. That's the only way you're going to win them. And, I mean, you know, I'm I'm as excited as a fat kid at a buffet line on Valentine's Day for the winner of this thing, so, you know.
1: <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead. All right, Jeremy, last words.
6: Uh, subscribe to us. Uh, remember Go to church on Sunday. Support your local racetrack. Find your good church on Sunday. If you ain't got one, get with Artie and go to church with him. You can go to church with me at Grove Hill Baptist Church. Uh, you can watch our live feed at Grove Hill Baptist on our Facebook page. And we have a new like page at Grove Hill Baptist Church. So we got two pages. And just I just want everybody to know how awesome Jesus is. And remember, God loves you, Jesus saves, and yee yee.
1: That's right. That is Jerry Hudson, y'all. That is Jerry Hudson with the with the um South Alabama report, talking a little tri county there for y'all. Um so that is <clears> it. <throat> him. All right, now we're gonna go up to Laurel Greenville and we have the Jay Dillon show live right here on the podcast.
6: What's happening already.
1: How you doing, brother? Oh man, just hanging out, just uh, Enjoying a a beautiful Thursday evening, and um, we're glad to see that you're on here. Tell us about last weekend over at the Gumbo Nationals. Y'all did practice Thursday. Uh, What all did y'all get in on Friday, and tell us about that.
0: Well, we did a full
4: practice Thursday. Uh, Weather was great. Track was awesome. Uh, We had had some super guys show up, great guys, six or two guys, modified guys, uh, the practice shot, pre-shot, and, of course, the baby hot shot. We had a full field of cars this Thursday night, and the practice went excellent. Uh, I had a buddy of mine, so it was six 600-minute sprint, and O.J. Dillon climbed over in it. That's a ride in itself, Artie. I go caught on steroids. Uh, oh,
1: yeah.
4: Friday night, uh, we, we started. You know, everybody got their hot laps in, and uh, we got the 602 Sportsman. Great card. We uh, they run their feature. They're heating their feature, uh, and uh, like I say, Matt Gravel picked up the win the other night. And when I was standing on the front straightaway, already the heavens opened up and a flood came. And you seen like I seen that fancy suit I had on, and it got soaking wet and got old Dumbo all over it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I-, I surprised the fans and the racers and, and you know all the crews when I come out of my booth over there on the, on the uh, pit side with a, a, a tribute to America with an all-American flag suit on, I sent all the pictures of it. I'm, I'm sure you're going to post it on the Southern Dirt Track Report website. It was that's uh, the coolest thing you ever seen. It blew a bunch of his mind. like, man, where did you get that? That is just tight. I said, well, I said, you know, I'm going to go dig or go home on a T. Dillon show. I never let my fans down, never let none of the drivers or the crew members down. Uh, I want to give them every quarter on the dollar they pay for to get in the pits and in the stands to see me and see the cars go round and round and circle on on Cut. Uh We were going to run all our heat races. We got our qualifying for our 604s uh, locked in. We got our qualifying and all in our heat races for our comp cams. They were going to run their 4,000 to win feature. Uh, banana man, Clay Fisher from Dewitt, Arkansas, he was the quick-time qualifier that night, picked up $500, uh, and was going to start on a pole of that $4,000 to win race, which you know, like all the other fans, if you keep up with Greenwood Speedway on the Facebook page on Uh And I've got a bunch of fans that have added me on Snapchat on your show uh, because I post a lot of stuff uh, on Snapchat, and so does on our Greenwood Speedway Snapchat. Uh we rescheduled. Comp Cams was nice enough to come on board, and we rescheduled the Gumbo Nationals. So, usually, if you know it's one big blow out here in Greenville. we're going to have two Gumbo Nationals this year. We're going to have a makeup the then November 12th, which is a Friday, and November 13th, which is a Saturday. So, we're going to have a full show. And if you listen to the Southern Dirt Track Report and you didn't hear me on my show at the track and you were there, if you have your tickets or your armbands, you bought a, a one-night pass or a weekend pass, Bring that band with you November 12th and you can get in. We will honor that band or the ticket, either one. Uh, or, you know, most, most places just give a, a rain check, you know. And we, now there's some people we had to give money back to, but for the most part, we're going to do the show. We're going to have the gumbo national. It's not going to be, you know, just say it rained out and it's going to be over. Uh, we're going to run all our heat races that we still have left for Friday night, and we're going to run that big feature race for the comptown super dirt late models on the Friday night and then Saturday of course we'll have all our features and we will have a Vapor Shack hot shot heat and feature that night along with an Outlaw heat and feature that night as well. Um, you gonna come on up the 13th, 12th and 13th August?
1: Oh yeah, I'll be there on Saturday for sure. It's hard for me to get uh-huh. off, you know, I get to work at 5 o'clock on a Friday. There's no way I can make it on Friday. I uh, might you, drive on like Friday me. but I'll be there for Saturday for sure.
4: You're like, you're like me. I mean, like I say, you seen me once in a Blue Moon down there at Hattiesburg Motor Speedway, and I had to take off work at 11 o'clock to get there. But we made it there, and then didn't even get to race. But we did get to watch some good races, and I got to see my fighting already down there at Hattiesburg Motor Speedway. Uh, well, i just say, you know, we got a bunch of races that are going down to Jacks Motor Speedway for the All-American this weekend. we got some that are going to the LMRA race in Riverside, but we're going to, I mean, we've got Slow Bob on tap, uh, and we also have Carl Kilgore and Ryan Nicholson, and the tent man, will be selling fuel and tires. I know all my racers are really, really, really anxious about getting tires because nobody can find them. It's like finding gold, you know. Uh, we will have plenty of tires on sale for all racers at that event. Um, if you need tires, you know, like I say, you can get with Carl Kilgore and Slow Bob will be there. uh. We'll have, you know, he will have a full parts trailer as well. So if you break something Friday night, we will have stuff fixed there. And, you know, like I know already, all the racers are like families. You don't hesitate to come find me or one of the guys. You know, we will try to help you find the parts to fix the ride in, in the pit. If we don't have it, we probably have it at one of our shops here in town. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to Oak Auto Group, Lee's Body Shop, the Vapor Shack Hot Shot 9.15 Floor Design and Gifts, Watches Auto Body and Paint. Want to keep Mr. West Washington started the Gumbo Nationals? Want to see his family in prayer. His son went to the doctor with a backache, and now he's got bone cancer. He's the one that started the Gumbo Nationals fifteen years ago. So, like I say already, I went to school with Chad, and it's and the same thing. We're both thirty-five, two kids. You know, the whole nine, wife, the whole the whole thing. Works with the the uh, Mr. Wallace Fisher in parts, and Mr. Wesley couldn't be there at the Gumbo Nationals because you know it was it's tough. I mean, when your kid got cancer, there ain't nothing you can do about it. But a good Lord can, can heal him. Uh, Planners Bank and Guarantee Bank as well, we we'll want to thank both of them uh, for coming on board as our, our flight responses this year. Uh, we had a good turnout of cars, too, Artie. I mean, I was surprised because, you know, that, that R word scares the race. You, you mentioned that R word anywhere close to it. Me and Carl were doing a rain dance. You know, smoke the whole on trying to keep it rain away, but it it did come, come in. But uh <laughs> and and Artie already I think jinxed jinx because you said every time you come to
1: gray it rains, and I was thinking on you coming too. <laughs> Look, we had a oh. we had a death in a family and uh, my my grandmother was crushed to the hospital, so um, Oh man. There's no way well, I could have made it Friday, but I was still planning on coming to oh, Saturday oh, until it oh, the you, rain out.
4: Thoughts for you and your family as well on that one, Artie, because like I said, you got, you got Jay Dillon one night. I was at a, a funeral home at a visitation, and I had to go out and do a Southern Dirt Airport in the parking lot because uh, Artie sent me a text, and he said, Jay Dillon, you coming on? So I had to get on, on there and talk to the Southern Dirt Circuit at a funeral home because, I mean, when it's when racing's in your blood, no matter if you're a spectator or a driver or a crew member, this is a way of life. Uh, I know this for me. I know this for Artie and, and the fans listening at home and on the Internet. It, this is a way of life. It's not just something that you you know, like a basketball game or a football game you get to the once a blue moon. This is what we live for. And this weekend I'm going to All American myself. I'm gonna drive an All American. Me and Carl Silver both going down there. The track owner and the the Jay Dillon show will both be on tap down there, uh, driving an All American. to sports, uh, Jackson Motors way and the Michael Huston show. Uh, I want to thank the tent man, Trucking Sessions, Nick Loggin, Aaron's Racing, diecast. He was the same guy that was there at Hattiesburg that night. I seen you. Aaron made some callers, especially for the Gumbo Nationals. And if you can't make our show, Artie, like, there's going to be some people, you know, something comes up, work comes up, whatever. You call Aaron or get on his website. He has a Gumbo Nationals modified. It is it is the straight Gumbo Nationals official collar, and, and he is selling them. I think they're like $15 a piece. And my little boy got two of them, and they are awesome. This is something new to this year for us. And I, I really, really like it. Uh, Southern Plain, new, NU Farms, RPM Motorsports, Appliance Sales and Service, the Kern Group, Lance Automotive, 56 above Bubba Harrison Racing. Thank John Mitchell. He's uh, done a Jay Dillon show. I sent you one of my things. We're going to get some cards out, you know, that way. Because I do other events as well. But the Greenville Speedway is my home track. That is where I'm going to be at every time the lights are on. Uh, Gannity Bank, Red on Auto Savage, Ed's Auto, Little J's Truck, and One South Bar Grill, Greenville Steel Sales and Tote's Tree Service. Uh, Arthur, did you see we gave it, that paper-shack hot shot away? Did you see that? No, I didn't. When they gave it away. I was at work. I'm like you. I was at work and busy, caught up. And uh called shot in the tape and said, so, man, I just gave the car away. I said, man, I missed it. Uh, Parker Wells from Columbus, Mississippi wanted I want to thank him. I mean, he, is a, he just got back from his second tour overseas, you know, fighting for the red, white, and blue. That's one reason I bought that American flag suit instead of something goofy, you know, because I want to support all our troops and display citizens across Mississippi and the United States. that are fighting so we can do what we love on Saturday and Friday night. Uh, anybody fighting for our freedom, I, you know, my hat's off to them, my heart's out with them and their families because when they're overseas, you know, you don't get to see them. And like I say, the guy was a soldier, or he is a soldier, still active duty, uh, and won the car. So. I mean, congratulations to the Wales family and Parker Wales for winning that car.
1: Awesome, awesome, oh. yeah, that's awesome. Um, up, up, up. I know Dwayne; he films a lot of the races over there at Greenville Speedway, and day. Uh, he does an awesome job with that. I try to get him to join a few times so we can get some coverage over there. Um, um, but uh, maybe we, we can talk him into
4: here. I can link you with him for sure. I mean, Dwayne is a, is a good friend of mine. I mean, a coach. And uh, Parker's a little boy in baseball, and me and Parker classmates, and Dwayne and my dad are classmates. I mean, everybody knows everybody up in the Delta. You know, you've seen that firsthand when you come up here, and when we come to another track and all our followers follow us, and me and Carl got uh, a herd of people that go out of town to race with us and follow us, you know, because we try to bring our group to another track to support local tracks to keep the lights on with their tracks as well as our track, you know. Uh and Dwayne is he, he, is really good at, at filming races. And when he texted me and I was at work talking about his Parker won, I said, Man, that is great. That is awesome. He said he yeah, he definitely. is gonna run it at the There we go. He said, uh Parker Parker called me to sell he said, and he bought the ticket bought the winning ticket out of my booth. Right before the show went on Friday night. He said, Dude, give me five tickets. I said, Uh right. I'm gonna win that car and I said, Man, come on, dude, I I got about fifteen folks that are gonna win that car, and sure enough he won it. Erin <laughs> uh, Aaron Jim and Downs the want to thank both of them. Aaron is is our, our, our head score and I mean she keeps all the all the cars in order on the track, you know. If something goes wrong or like on our PR stuff I call her, she tells me, we work together hand in hand. Uh and she called uh, I called her about it. She said, Yeah, Parker one, they went live on Facebook and gave it away her and Miss Tori Downs her Tori's husband and father in law built that car for Jeremiah Toten. and Jeremiah right now is the audience with his second round of chemo. So, you know, our, our hearts and our prayers are out with him right now as well from the Totem family because, I mean, that's, that's a tough kill to swallow. He just had his first grandbaby and he's 39 years old or 40 years, just turned 40 and, and on the second term of cancer. So, you know, uh, we look to have a whole bunch of Super late models come back because that is Chomp the last show of the year, Artie. Yeah, definitely. 8,000 wins. 8,000 wins. Uh, we're going to have, it'll be 3,000 wins, uh, six or four crates, uh, 2,000 wins. Uh, street stocks, 2,000 win factory stocks, and last I heard of 800 to win in the front wheel drive that'll probably go up depending on the cars. And we know we'll have folks donate money in the pot, so you know. And, uh, want to give a shout out to Mr. Tommy Goodwin as well, because he gave another $100. We lost, like you were talking about, losing somebody. We lost a long time fan. He stood on the front straightway right right down the end of, in the tailgate section. It's Larry D. Ronkali. He, uh, he lost his fight with his, uh, cancer three weeks ago and mr tommy gillen put a hundred dollars so it's, they're running for forty one hundred dollars friday night super late model
1: that's awesome yeah it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good good time for sure uh we thank you so much for for, for spending some time with us here this afternoon and uh we will well, see I, you, I in, you. Um, at the big race at the gumbos we'll be there on that saturday yeah. for sure
4: well, already I'm going to have a $100 bill suit on uh, Saturday night. So, man, you're going to, have to get a picture for your website for sure. All right. Sounds
1: good. And, Sounds and if, good.
4: If you don't need lodging, come, come get on the website, com or GreenwoodCway Facebook page. We can put you in, in tune. We've got four hotels on tap. So, like I said, we can put you in a hotel. From a front-wheel drive to a light model, come see us. Last race of the year. And the only, only race track racing in the, the four states around. So, 12th and 13th of November, come see us. It's going to be
1: awesome. Gumbo Nationals make up. It's going to be a great race. It's going to be a sunny, sunny day. And it's Amen. going to be no, none of that R stuff besides racing <laughs> happening over at the Gumbo Nationals. We thank you so much That's again, Jay Dillon, the Jay Dillon Show. Yeah, right I love here you. We do
4: too. Y'all be safe.
1: On the Southern Dirt Track Report podcast here. All right, we are moving uh, right along here. Uh, Our next caller has not called in, as far as I know. So um, we are just going to close the show out. I'm going to talk a little bit about something that came in the mail. Um, I got a letter in the mail uh, um, to the Southern Dirt Track Report. So um, uh, a letter came in my mailbox. And I just wanted to read it because it's a thank-you card uh, from the Willis family, and I, and I really, really wanted to read it. Um, the, card, the card itself says, during a time like this, we realize how much our friends and relatives really mean to us. Your expressions of sympathy will always be remembered. And in, in writing, um, it says, thank you for the podcast, during our dad's passing, the outpouring of love, support, and prayers from the racing community were overwhelming. Thank you, the Willis family. Uh, I really appreciate that. Um, and you know, just a just a great individual. But every time I hear that song by Rihanna, "Must Be Love on the Brain," I think of him. Uh, he posted it several different times on uh, his Facebook as his status. Uh, "Must Be Love on the Brain." Um, so every time I hear that song now, I just think, of, I think of, of Eddie, and um, um, it's, it's going to be like that probably the rest of my life. Uh, he's going to be well-missed and um, well-loved by many, many people. So um, uh, we thank you all for tuning in. Um, tonight's show is a little shorter than normal, but the off-season is coming. A lot of tracks are closing, so the show is going to be um, not as long every week. Which is good and bad at the same time. But we'll have all kind of people on next week as well, and y'all tune back in each and every Thursday night. Don't forget, check out Race Cat Live on Monday nights on the 110 Nation Sports. We want to thank them, thank Chris Creighton, and everybody involved in that project. And um, y'all be t- y'all y'all tune into the Race Chat Live. It's a really great show. Um, I enjoy it. I listen to it most of the time after the show. I forget that it's a horn. I'm bad with memory, but um, I I usually tune in and I listen to the whole show um, the next day at work. So the Tuesday I'm at work, it's in my ear and I'm listening to the show. So uh, y'all check out Race Chat Live every Monday night. uh, I want to say seven o'clock, seven p.m. on the One Ten Nation Sports. So. uh, That's about it from here, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. I love you guys. God bless. And we will see you next Thursday night, same time, same place. We love you guys. Good night.
0: Hey, Artie, there's somebody on the line here.
1: Hold oh, on, we got a phone call. Who we got? Hello? You got a caller on the line? Caller.
0: Yeah, there's a caller on the line, but they hadn't said anything. All right, we'll go ahead and close out. I wanted to give them an opportunity.
1: All right, awesome, awesome. And that's it, y'all. Y'all have a great night. Turn green, Yeah, buddy, that's a dirt track thing
5: So would but
1: it looks so clean Yeah, buddy, that's a dirt track thing Three-eighths of the little bull ring Yeah, buddy, that's a dirt track thing Walk House with a dirt track queen Yeah, now that's a dirt track thing Roll through the pit gate, pit pass page a done called and he got a spot saved Lil Dave
2: said that he drew a 35 Probably gonna put him third row inside Hey, it's
6: still sloppy on the bottom Hit him on the high side, I guarantee you got him I'm like, dude, I'm on the outside hole like another w for k-mo all cars
1: to pack the track better see mud are you starting in the back uh i don't think so lady. the chrome arrows to clean for y'all baby call my heat
3: to the
6: stage and lane turning them heads when they hear my name Everybody knows that I came to
1: win As I say a little prayer and let the show begin Wide open when the lights turn green Yeah buddy, that's a dirt track thing So it would, but it looks
5: so clean Yeah buddy, that's
1: a dirt track thing Three-eighths to the little bull ring Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. laundry? Oh, a book
2: club? Computer solitaire,
0: huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchases, completed by law, 18 plus and conditions apply, 815 hey, for details.